John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. Yeah, Yeah. very international this week. Yeah, because I'm in the UK at the moment. Yeah. That's, Uh, That's right. Making a mockery out of our show's title. Well, no, because it's the International Comedy Podcast. That's exactly what it says. Yeah, but it also says John and Sam in oh, Japan. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, but I'm in the UK at the moment, yeah. I had a, How's, a fun... how's it going over there? Oh, it's good. The weather's... Uh, it's more pleasant than Japan, I guess, because it's not as humid. But I had a bit of a nightmare journey with the kids, which anybody who's got small children will appreciate. My uh, youngie. My youngest daughter, uh, the journey was actually all right, but then literally as the plane landed, my one-year-old daughter decided to vomit. Uh, so then I, in a schoolboy <laughs> era, I forgot to put a change of clothes in my hand luggage. So <laughs> For cute, her or you? Me. So, uh, yeah, I had six smelling boxer shorts, which was... <laughs> oh, so same as usual. Yes, well, they smell of breast milk, sick breast milk, which is not something I've had for quite a while. Um, but then, yeah, as as we got to the front of the immigration queue, my uh, my four year old daughter puked all over the floor, which was even so more. So you fun. had a you had a double puking. Double puking, yeah, uh, and then some people my... some people would say you deserve it. <laughs> well, my wife, because uh, my. My dad picked us up at the airport and my drove us back to his house and uh, my wife had to sit in between the two of two kids in the back seat with a bucket and they both took turns puking. So <laughs> I don't know what her karma's like. <laughs> Your yeah. bad karma must have rubbed off on her. Well, I had the window I was sat in the front seat with the windows open, so it's fine for me. <laughs> the hair the the, uh, the the wind blowing through my non existent hair. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping over your smooth, smooth pate. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, also managed to get ripped off in Manchester Airport. Uh, so what happened? Well, because England is such a horrible, awful, capitalist-driven <laughs> society, you know, you don't have to pay. Oh, you're going to be so welcome there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to pay to uh, get trolleys for your luggage. I mean, how ridiculous. Nothing says welcome to our country than cough up you well you get no, you, you get your pound back do you like at the supermarket no 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 well you have to literally pay to use a trolley yeah that's mad how much does it cost well it's a pound but i need because we had a lot of suitcases i had i had two i needed two so i put i had one pound coin and a five pound note so i put the one pound coin in first took a trolley actually, right. i actually had to stop this uh, italian woman was trying to steal it <laughs> <laughs> International Did, relations. Yeah. Uh, and then I needed another one. Get your hands off my flipping trolley. I know. Well, I needed another Vamos. one. I didn't, did have a pound coin, so I put a five pound note in and I got one pound change and a trolley. So I went to the, there was a guy working so, at the hang airport. Hang on, so you're missing four pounds? Yeah. 
four pounds, four hard-earned pounds. <laughs> All those hours teaching English to people who... <laughs> yeah, but then I asked the guy in the airport, I said to him, I said, oh, mate, the thing didn't give me the right change. And he went, yeah, those machines don't give change. And I said, well, why have they got a 10 and 20 pound note slot? And then he went, oh, they do actually give change. Uh, but what you need to do is you need to go through, once you've got your luggage and stuff, Go through the uh, you know the exit signs into the airport. And, yeah, um, that sounds like something's gonna yeah. be. <laughs> tell the tell the tell the people at the information desk, and they'll give you the money back. Tell so, the magic man outside. Yes, I did. <laughs> Muggins went outside, said to the lady, oh, "The machine's taking my money. Can I have my money back?" And she went, "Nope, there's nothing to do with us. Here's a here's a free phone number. Oh no, not even a free phone number. Here's a telephone number you can call." You know, 50p a minute, they'll put you on hold for 20 minutes. Uh, then you can ask for your £3 back. There's literally a machine in Manchester Airport that you put £5 into and it gives you £1 back. Yes. <laughs> and you get a trolley. And then when I, when we'd gone and taken all the luggage outside and put it into the back of my dad's car, this guy came along and went, uh, all right, mate, can I have your trolley? And because I'm <laughs> you a nice... it for £6. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm a nice guy, I said, yeah, mate, knock Did yourself you? out. Yeah. And you didn't even take a pound off him. And, but I said to him, do you want two? Because I knew that I'd have to walk and take one back. And he went, no, I just want one. So I said, all right. So I took one back. <laughs> yeah, so that's my uh, happy time in Britain. I hope things start looking uh, slightly better for you. Well, it's the, it's the Be- Huddersfield Beer and Food Festival today, so it's looking better already. And the sun's yeah, shining. Yeah, that sounds good. The sun's shining and it's not ridiculously humid, so it's all good. Anyway, what's on this show? Well, we've got a packed show. We have uh, some stand-up comedy from Rod Walsh, Australian comedian. We have uh, some musical comedy from Perrier Award-nominated Fascinating Aida. And a whole lot more. But first, this. This is JNSNJ News. Time for some news. John, what have you got? Uh, well, this is genius. <laughs> so this, is, uh, this is from Japan Today, and it's uh, the headline says, Naked Man Arrested at Restaurant in Miyagi. Uh, Miyagi sorry. <laughs> and so, it wasn't um, even you because you're out it, of the country. It definitely wasn't me. But it says, on Thursday, July the 12th, at roughly 10.30 in the morning, Yu Murakami, <laughs> a 44-year-old resident of the town of Kusenuma in Miyagi Prefecture, left his house to do some shopping and get a bite to eat. Since Japanese people don't wear shoes in the house, he stopped in his entryway to put on a pair. However, what he didn't put on was any other form of clothing. <laughs> Not even <laughs> so socks. He's got, he's, <laughs> he's got his shoes on, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he says, after stepping out of the door, he hopped on his bicycle and went to a nearby convenience <laughs> store. Sweaty saddle. Yeah, decided not to buy anything. He walked across the parking lot to a pharmacy where, once again, he decided not to buy anything. <laughs> Window shopping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't shopping for condoms. Uh, and he said, uh, it must have made all this shopping or non-shopping must have made him hungry because he went over to a family restaurant, uh, which is like Denny's or Saizeria. And uh, when he stepped in there, his non-attire caught the attention of a 50-year-old something female employee who screamed in shock. I like the fact that it took him to visit three shops before they before anyone noticed he was naked. <laughs> yeah. So she screamed, and then a, uh, a man who walked into the restaurant just decided to rush and subdue him, ending his <laughs> naked day out roughly 15 minutes after he'd started. <laughs> not all heroes wear capes. I'm not, I'm not sure I'd be up for uh, 
especially in this heat. I'm not sure I'd be up for rugby tackling a naked man. I imagine he'd be quite sweaty. Very slippery. Yes. <laughs> Dari says, however, it's not entirely certain that Murakami, who was self-described as slightly drunk at the time, made <laughs> his decision to go without clothes for exhibitionist purposes. When police asked him for his motive, he replied in a quiet voice, it's really hot today. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I can sympathise. Yeah, that, definitely, yeah. I think if he'd have worn boxer shorts, he'd have probably been all right, wouldn't he? <laughs> he probably would have been. Even a, even a thong would have probably got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you say that that was in Miyagi Prefecture? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like it's a wax on, clothes off kind of place. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Fans on fire, you're a liar. You're no. Now it's time for Pants on Fire. Uh, last time Sam caught me out telling a lie, so this time it's my turn. So go on in, Sam. What's what's your story? I think no, last time you were telling the truth, weren't you? Yeah, you caught me out, though. Yeah, yeah, but not telling a lie, telling the truth. Yeah, but you yeah. caught me telling the truth. Yeah. You won. <laughs> yeah. You won. Yeah, I did. I did. And I'm <laughs> very aware of that. <laughs> anyway. Sure, what's the tally for this podcast? It must be about 10 nil to you. I don't, have I won anything? <laughs> <laughs> certainly not <laughs> so anyway en- enough of our uh, internal bickering <laughs> boring the listeners i have a wonderful true or false story for you basically the, the the story is that recently my son has been walking he's five years old he's been walking around the house singing a song about sex and it's all my fault right uh well, my initial reaction, that that would be true. But then I think I need more details. The reason he's singing this song, we went to a festival uh, about uh, three or four weeks ago. And I had to buy, well, I didn't have to, but I said I would buy him one thing while we were there. And he chose this spinning plastic toy that had flashing lights on. And the festival was very loud, so I didn't know at the time, but actually it played a tune as well. And the tune that it played was a slightly inappropriate song for a five-year-old. And ever since, he's been walking around the house playing this tune on the toy and then singing it himself. Right. What was the festival? It wasn't the famous penis festival in Kawasaki. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was called Tanabata uh, oh, okay. in, uh, in Hiratsuka. So I was there with you. Yes, um, you, you were there. So, But okay. this, this happened after you had gone home if you remember you went home slightly early that day bucking all tradition leaving me out later than you yes well that's because i had to travel all the way back up to tokyo um (laughs) yeah okay uh so the song what's the song uh the song i like big i like big butts (laughs) and i cannot lie are you suggesting a song or making a statement no no uh, well both (laughs) (laughs) the song is Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Spend the night together. 
now and forever. Oh, Venger Boys, classic. Yep, the Venger Boys, they're probably yes. their second hit after the Venger Bus. <laughs> Before their third hit, the Venger Subway. Um, right. God, I mean, that's a long time ago, that song. Was that when we were at university? I would say so, although I don't know. Well, I've definitely been in cheesy nightclubs with that on. Oh, so I'm yeah. Guessing. But then again, that could have been any time in the last 20 years. <laughs> it could have been last night. Yeah. Um, down, down at Legends in Huddersfield. Yes. How, well, how much did it cost, the plastic toy? Well, it was supposed to cost about 1,500 yen, which is seven pounds or so. But yeah. through through fevered negotiation i made i managed to get it down to about 1000 yen or four or five pounds although after i boasted about this to another friend of ours he did uh he did make the point that yeah it's actually probably worth about 50p yeah and also we went on the last day didn't we so did it be just died to get rid of all the tat <laughs> i know because the year the year before i bought a uh terminator mask that glows up for i think i paid 1500 yen for it <laughs> <laughs> the classic muggins price yeah up from a thousand yen <laughs> <laughs> saw you coming saw you yeah. wobbling towards him <laughs> yeah um so, i just can't believe that you'd pay a thousand yen for tat even well then it's a discount and i know what you're like <laughs> uh, uh and is the audio is it like the official vega boys or is it like a japanese person's recording of boom 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 it sounds like, you know, when you used to tape songs off the radio on a cassette? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that. So not as good quality as this podcast then? <laughs> Audio-wise. No, I, I, hope, I hope that we'd be considered to be slightly better than a pirated radio cassette. Yeah. Uh, I'll say it's a lie. Sorry to tell you, your losing streak continues. It is true. Oh, no way. Yeah. <sighs> I was under pressure. I was a little bit drunk. I had to buy something. The sex, <laughs> the sex music was there. <laughs> Are you sure you bought it for your son and not for yourself? <laughs> uh, when I'm in the house of my own, I will neither confirm nor deny whether I use it or not. <laughs> What's it shaped like? All right, now it's time for a bit of stand-up comedy. This was sent to us by Australian comedian Rod Walsh. I hope you enjoy it. G'day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. uh, did you hear there was a bit of drama at the White House today when President Trump announced he was going to nuke the Chinese? Turns out he was just reheating some leftover fried rice. <laughs> Yeah, I know, it's a pretty weak joke, but at least it's not the end of the world. I've just been teaching my daughter how to parallel park, or as I prefer to call it, game of cones. I've got a mate who's a technician for Telstra, and on his wedding invitations it said, the ceremony will begin sometime between 8am and 1pm next Tuesday. But, but his reception was fantastic. 
and had five bars. <laughs> I've got another mate who's a chippy, and he was recently assaulted. <laughs> with vinegar. <laughs> and speaking of vinegar, my father-in-law has discovered that if you mix vinegar with bicarb of soda and water, that makes quite an effective yet non-toxic weed killer. So last time he visited, he sprayed a few weeds around our garden. But he's got very poor eyesight, so he also accidentally sprayed a few of my favourite plants. And then he sent me an email to apologise. But because of his poor eyesight, he struggles to read keyboards. So he uses voice recognition software to compose his emails. And the software doesn't always interpret his voice correctly. So instead of saying he'd sprayed vinegar on our plants, the message read, I've sprayed vinegar on your pants, <laughs> which was equally disturbing. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Have a great night. <laughs> <moment. laughs> Rod Walsh there. Great stuff. If you want to find out more about him, you can find out uh, more information at our website, johnandsaminjapan.com. Now time for a word from our sponsor. My name is Stephen Kamome, and I was a Marine. Here at Kamome Dojo in Shinagawa, we will teach you how to fight. And not just with your fists and feet. We also train with weapons. From nunchakus to samurai swords. We can show you how to kill with a baguette. This month, we are starting a special Star Wars course. Come down and learn how to joust like a Jedi or slash like a Sith using a real lightsaber looking kendo sword. At Kamome Dojo, we'll show you how to open up a can of whoop-ass. Not just on the world, but on the whole galaxy. Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two Brits talk a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please But there's something else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? All right, now it's time for the burning question. Uh, this episode's burning question was Have you met somebody famous and were they very nice or were they the opposite? And do we have any replies on email? We had a reply from Chris in Australia. He said when he and his friend were sitting in... Hong Kong airport, they saw Jackie Chan. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. However, he, he says he saw Jackie Chan. His friend says it wasn't Jackie Chan. <laughs> right. That's but, not really yeah. meeting somebody, is it? Was he, was he sweeping the floors? <laughs> it's very Cleaning loose. The toilets. It's a very loose interpretation of meat, I must say. He, he did say in the email there was a gaggle of people around uh, Jackie Chan and he was waving and he seemed, and I quote, he seemed nice. So <laughs> what have you been sent in? Uh, well, this one, I don't know how much of this story we're going to be allowed to broadcast. I'm guessing <laughs> you're going to have to be quite bleepy on the edit. Do you want me to, do you want me to say it? 
Well, you say it so I could enjoy it and we'll see how much the listener gets to hear. Well, somebody told me that they had met... Uh, well, sorry, okay. his, his girlfriend had met... And his girlfriend was a... So that's, that's an A-list celebrity. Yeah. So the girlfriend... I'm thinking uh, we might have to bleep some of this. Yeah. But, well, I mean... <laughs> If you want the so my yeah, my friend on, had told on. me this that it was really nice and really friendly and so his girlfriend and she mailed him and he was at work and she said I've just and he said to her whatever you do and I'll meet you in the car no <laughs> this. this is not so a true story he left work at lunchtime drove to the car park of her work got her in the car <laughs> um, and <laughs> so, I don't know how much of that we're going to bleep out. Oh, I just think it's going to be one bleep. But anyway, the said celebrity was supposed to be a very nice lady. You don't need to say said celebrity now. <laughs> Good luck with the editing. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- thank you for affording me that one said celebrity. So how about you? Um, I've met a few famous people. I think the one that stands out most is uh, when I was about, I don't know, 15, I met Stephen Fry oh, nice. uh, just in my my local hometown. Me and my friends were walking down the street and he was there. I think there, he was, there was a theatre in the town. So I think he was there for a play or something. This wasn't the time when he went mental. It was around that time. It <laughs> might have even been the same production, although he certainly was uh, in good spirits when I saw him. <laughs> Obviously, that those days... Um, Probably one of his biggest things was Blackadder. Oh, yeah. So we said, oh, you're Stephen Fry. You know, we're really excited. Can you do something like, you know, can you can you do a Blackadder thing for us? And like, he's like a legend. Of, and he just went, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, super excited about it. And uh, at the end, uh, he, he even like ruffled my hair and he called me, and I quote, a pretty young thing. How about you? Well, I remember, I remember I went Ian Brown, the singer of the Stone Roses, on the streets of Tokyo once, which was quite bizarre. We were, me, oh, right. and, me and my friend were walking through Shibuya, uh, kind of like tea time, about five or six o'clock, and Ian Brown was just sat on the gutter, just sat on the uh, sat on the curb, looking. Are you sure this? Well, no, this yeah. sounds a little bit like a Jackie Chan uh, no, story got, to I me. I took a picture with him because I walked past him. It's Ian Brown, and then I stopped and I went back and I said, "All right, mate," and he was like, uh, "You're all right." And um, yeah, his son was in his son was in a a um, a toy shop in Japan, and he was here to do Summer Sonic the day after. So chatted to him; he was really really friendly. And then uh, we said, "Well, can we take a picture of you?" And then he stood up, and when we took the picture, he, he just did the angriest looking face. And then he said, "Oh, I've got to keep up appearances, haven't I?" Oh, really? Yeah. But, yeah, so he's, he's actually quite a nice guy. Yeah, he was. John and Sam in Japan. One is funny, one is funny looking. John and Sam in Japan. One of them is funny, one is funny looking. Which is which? You decide.
This is J and S in J weather. It's fucking hot. That was J and S in J weather. Now for some musical comedy. Today we are featuring fascinating Aida. Uh, they're an amazing singing group, uh, comedy, satire, all that kind of stuff. They've been going for a long time and they really are the business. They were nominated for a Perry Award and they've been nominated for three Olivier Awards. Uh, they performed all over the place and I know that you're going to love this song. We received an invitation in the post one Monday morn to attend our cousin's wedding in the town where we were born. The dew was back in Kerry, so wishing to be frugal, we trawled the net to find some decent travel deals on Google. Cheap flights, cheap flights, cheap as they can be. Be dad, we found an airline selling flights for 50p. Diddly Iden, 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 Iden. Well, we clicked onto the website and were mightily surprised to find the actual cost wasn't quite as advertised. <laughs> We'd forgotten airport taxes had also to be billed. But a bargain is the bargain, and Bagara, we were thrilled. Cheap flights, cheap flights, stands to two trillie. At isn't every airline offers flights for 50p. Diddly Iden, 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 Diddly Iden, 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 Diddly Iden, After studying the website, we decided it was best to pay priority board and so that we'd sit three abreast. Three abreast, that's the best. And of course, we'd all have luggage, so that's an extra cost. And then we paid insurance in case our cases might get lost. Our cheap flights, cheap flights, it's obvious to see. There must be extra charges when the flights are 50p. Mnya, 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 At last the flight was booked with all of the additions. We'd read the reams of small print of terms and conditions. And then pick up the charge for using visa, which was drastic. Cause how the feck are you supposed to pay if not with fucking plastic? Cheap flights, cheap flights, we paid the feckin' fee. Cause by now we were committed to the flights for 50p. Diddly Iden, 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 Diddly Iden, Iden, Iden. Someone's being diddled and it's us, so it is. Oh, oh. Now I don't know if you've tried locating Stansted on a map But checking in at 5am is a feckin' load of crap Is there a bandrex if you try to catch a train or underground So a taxi to the Arsenal world was more than a hundred pound Cheap flights, cheap flights, we should have gone by sea There's no such feckin' thing as a feckin' flight for 50p Feckity, 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 feck, feck, feck Feckity, 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 feck, feck Then at last we reached the airport where we had to pay a fine The feckin' feckers charged us cause we hadn't checked in online And finally aboard the flight there's an extra class of tax Cause the feckin' feckin' feckers feckin' charge to use the jacks Cheap flights, cheap flights, I think you must agree That only feckin' gods I think there's flights for 50p Adverse. <laughs> well, 
finally we landed and tried to shuffle up the aisle. But the steward sent us down to the back with never a hint of a smile. And as we heard this announcement, our hearts gave a terrible thump. <laughs> if you haven't prepared to use the steps, you'll have to feckin' jump. Shake like, shake like, hugging onto me. You need your tip, you think a feckin' flight is Fascinating Aida there. I absolutely love that song. If you want to find out more about their stuff, you can go to their website, fascinatingaida.co.uk. Also, uh, if you're interested, one of their members, Adele Anderson, is performing at the Edinburgh Fringe this year. So you can Google Adele Anderson for tickets. I really recommend you go and see that show. I know it's going to be wonderful. Uh, just leaves me to say uh, thanks one more time to Rod Walsh for providing his stand-up earlier. Thanks again to a fascinating Aida and to everyone else who's helped contribute to the show. Yep, I think uh, if you want to get involved, send us a burning question, answer to a burning question, your own stand-up, some musical comedy, uh, school days, and cabot. Well, I can't believe <laughs> I can't remember anything else we're doing now. We seem to have so many different sections. <laughs> it's just. Yeah, just well, just send us something. At some point, I'm pretty sure we'll start having a, an abuse section where you can just send us abuse as well. <laughs> um, I'm a little thin-skinned for that, but please send all the abuse you want for John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well, and I suppose next episode's burning question is, what is the worst summer job, or should we just say part-time job you've ever had? Yeah, focusing on summer, because it is the summer, but yeah, part-time job I think we can yeah. do with. All right. Uh, oh, and also, please give us five stars. Give us a listen. Uh, I was going to say that to every time we say give us five stars or all that stuff, the, the, these guys, they're not doing it. So I reckon we should just ask them to do just one thing. What's the one thing we really want them to do? Send money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to... These guys aren't pressing five stars on iTunes. I don't think they're going to start sending us money just yet. <laughs> so I'm going to say if... In fact, no, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you guys to do two things. The first thing I want you to do, if you haven't already, is subscribe to the show on whatever podcast thing you're listening to. And if you've done that already, then your task is to tell just one more person about this show. That's literally all we want you to do. Oh, just tell loads of people when you're in the pub. That's That's always better. Yeah, or take their phone and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, that's your tactic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, has been known. Sam the phone rapist. <laughs> pa- pass me that iPhone. <laughs> well, is that it? <laughs> is anything yeah. else? No, I think that's all from us. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later.
John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.